Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Actor Quick Look. This time we've been graced by the presence of DGI because they've actually launched a new drone. And if you recall, just a few short months ago back in the spring, we reviewed and gave basically a 10 out of 10 to the DGI Mini 3 Pro, which has essentially grown to be a totally ingrained part of the way that we film some of our videos. Now, we were therefore pretty excited um, for the launch of the DJI Avatar, which is not Avatar, by the way. It's Avatar without the final R, which makes it incredibly cumbersome to say and creates a lot of, well, misinterpretations so of sort of the word. But in some cases, it's actually a little bit apt to call it the DJI Avatar because this, more so than, you know, a professional-grade tool like the Mini 3 Pro, transports you into the eyes of another, like in an avatar sort of, you know, mind-moving machine, whatever it is they use to occupy the minds of their avatars in James Cameron's movie. Enough about the naming convention, though. The Avatar is an FPV drone. Now, this is not the first FPV drone that DJI has made, quite far from it, actually, and not the first FPV drone to hit the market. But if you're new to this, let me try and explain. Because this little drone, first and foremost, are made to squeeze into places where other drones would probably crash and burn, lose a rotor blade, or take some kind of gimbal-based damage. Now, that means that there's a lot of sort of structural changes to be made to make sure that, first and foremost, it's small enough to squeeze into little crevices and in between tight spaces. DJI, for instance, in several instances, have marketed kind of like, you know, that they can fly through a car window, through a car, and then out of the other window, which is an incredibly dangerous thing to do, but also means that, you know, accidents will happen. But it is made for it. So unlike the Mini 3 Pro, there's a lot of sort of exoskeleton structural rigidity to the Avatar. And there's lots of sensors around it. But it's actually not the sensors which impresses the most. It is just the skeleton of the thing. This is so incredibly rigid. There's not a single sort of panel or even... Uh, these um, protective circular pieces of plastic around the rotors, which l leaves you with any kind of impression that this would break if it were to fly really hard into something. This also has some sort of rigid exoskeleton structure around the gimbal, which I, in my view is actually the most sort of fragile part of the drone. At least that's something I've experienced firsthand. The point is that it's actually really cool. I mean, it, it retains some of the same uh, functionality, and that means that, you know, this entire back half here is the battery, which you can just simply pull out and then charge it in, like, a battery kit if you've got a Fly More kit from DJI. Um, but that's actually not why it's called the FPV drone. It's not just because that it can, um, you know, squeeze into tight spaces. No, this is called an FPV drone because it's first-person view, and that means that, on, that if you want to get this off the ground, you use this. This is a set of VR goggles. Now, this is actually quite cool, I have to say. Um, it, uh, you basically unfold these small antennae like this. It's kind of beetle-like almost, like antennae on an, uh, an insect, but really cool actually. Then you apply this band. We've just received the DJI Avatar, so we'll be testing it over the course of the next couple of days, and then we'll you know, render our final verdict in review form on the site, so look out for that. Note you have a small headband, and then you can basically fly. 
as in you are in first person mode. You are the bird, you are the bee, you are basically the animal which flies through the air. And that kind of sort of illusion gives you a lot more granular control over what you're trying to film. Now, obviously, despite the fact that this isn't really a filming drone per se, it does basically run in 4K stabilized 60 FPS video. Um, it can also run at 100 FPS in 1080p, and it has a 10 kilometer range and can record in H.265 encoded video. So there should be pretty nice smooth footage from the camera, even though that it isn't quite the same as the Mini 3 Pro. Um, but it has all of the things that you need. Low latency transmissions, immersive flight experience, a 155 degree field of view, uh, de-cine-like uh, lo uh, locker mode, which allows for advanced color grading. It basically has a lot of different cool, like, uh, gadgets and features, which means that this is an effortless way to fly in a first-person perspective. Now, you get all of this that you see in front of you when you uh, when you purchase the, just the basic version of the DJI Avatar. So you basically put this on, get your drone ready for flight, and then you fly it using this. Now. Sure, it's not, you know, maybe in some far out future, you'd be able to control it using accelerometers and gyroscopes on your head to basically make it so it's a one-to-one -one interpretation of the movement of your head, which seems incredibly cool when I think about it, but this is as close to it as you're gonna get. So this little flight stick here will basically uh, you have tilt and lock and acceleration on here, so it should mean that you pretty easily can get it to fly where you need it to fly and get that smooth coverage that you feel like you need. Now, again, as I said, a lot of cool features on this, so we've already gone through the filming modes. It has turtle modes, which mean, uh, it means it can get back uh, uh, off of its back when it wants to. It has obstacle sensing through a variety of sensors throughout the drone, which uh, basically creates a safer flight and has an emergency brake as well. Now, the thing is, if you want this, all of this is pretty expensive. So it's around 1,500 euros for the entire package, meaning the motion controller, the goggles, and the FPV drone. Now, you can pay 599 euros for just the drone if you, for instance, have older equipment or there's some of this stuff that you don't need. You can also just get uh, pay uh, 1189 for the FPV goggles V2 and the motion controller, meaning that you would just want this without the drone. Now, the point that I'm trying to make is that there's a lot of options created for DJI enthusiasts and drone flying enthusiasts. I would still make the case that DJI equipment isn't toys per se. You have to have a kind of a use case for it if you plan on, you know, buying this for 1479 euros. That's a lot of money and it's basically the same that we said with the DJI Mini 3 Pro. You don't buy this to fly drones with your kids. You buy this because you have a particular task that needs doing. So with that in mind, I can wholeheartedly recommend this already, but I'm going to review this fully and we'll tell you more then. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.